morning. Are you out there, you? Why can't I see that? Yes, we've never had a real life diva. Don't give up. Warning. Sis, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should rephrase the Warning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. <laughs> Real ass bitch, keep a fuck. What you say? Real ass bitch, keep a fuck. 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 Real ass bitch, keep a fuck.
board. While the networks deprive us over summer, someone's got to pick up the slack and that someone is me. Now, I have been waiting all day to record this, so sorry if it's late. I know I said five o'clock, but they were mowing the lawn literally outside my cabin all day. Then I went outside to ask the guy politely, like how long he was going to be, because he'd literally been mowing the lawn for like eight hours all day. I have a headache. Then I walked outside to approach him and I got attacked by a bird. <laughs> literally some creature attacked me. It's been a day. It's been a freaking day as usual. There's been a lot of drama happening in my life, despite not even leaving this cabin all day. But what else do we expect? It is me we're talking about. <laughs> Cannot escape drama, even if I try. Guys, in today's episode, I have my first summer series guest, Jackson Garlic. But before we get into that, please, please, please show your gratitude by helping to spread this podcast around like the so dramatic super spreaders you are. I know you can do it. If you could please share this episode with your friends, family, fuck buddies, it would be much appreciated. Post it on social media, text it to a friend. I don't care how you do it, just do it. Spread it around like margarine on toast. Also, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Five stars only, of course. Don't forget to follow So Dramatic on Instagram at So Dramatic Podcast underscore. Yes, guys, exciting news, breaking news. In fact, I did change my Instagram handle yesterday because it was annoying the crap out of me having just dramatic podcast without the so, because I'm not just dramatic, I'm so dramatic. But the lady who has at So Dramatic Podcast, I approached her to buy the handle off her and she wanted $2,500 US. And look, I don't have that kind of money laying around. And if I did, I probably wouldn't be spending it on an Instagram handle. So I had to decline which is so irritating because now I'm stuck with the underscore at the end and I'm so OCD so it's really grinding my gears so look anyone has a spare two and a half thousand US lying around please feel free to donate to my cause also guys if you want to follow my hot girl summer and all the behind the scenes goss whilst filming my summer series follow me on Instagram at Megan Pistetto Coming up today, Jackson Garlic opens up about his bachelorette experience and reveals unheard secrets from the Bachi Mansion, including more shocking truths about Kieran Stott's exit. Just when we thought there possibly couldn't be any more twists and turns from that saga, there is more. Make it stop. Jackson also spills the tea on his recent Bachelor in Paradise experience, including his thoughts on Kieran and Tim's behavior and what really happened between him and Brittany Weldon after Paradise. He also sets the record straight on those producer hookup rumors plus Jackson has some exciting news to share with us an exciting life update and we are the first to hear it guys but just a heads up I think it is going to upset a lot of single girls out there insert crying face emoji during my chat with Jackson we also reminisced about his infamous birthday bash I know you guys all want to hear about that and all the scandals that went down that night because there was quite a few he also explains why he's feuding with Ryan Gallagher and Rachel Arahill very spicy Plus, he has some insider info about Jamie Doran's court battle with Warner Brothers and his best mate, Sam Burgess's custody battle with wife Phoebe Burgess. P.S. There was actually so much tea in this chat that I did steal a bit last week where Jackson opened up about his romance with Ellie Miles. So I put that in the last episode. So if you haven't already, please go back and listen to that episode first. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. So I've got Jackson Garlic in the studio with me, the Bachelorette's Dirty Street Pie. 
third generation of Garlo's Pies. Third runner-up on Angie Kent's season, is that right? Third runner-up, yeah. It sounds so right. Is that the technical, technical term? term yeah. And Bachelor in Paradise star, welcome. Hello, don't know about star, but yeah, <laughs> I was on there. <laughs> How are you? Ready for your um, 60 minutes Yeah, look, I'm just looking interview. around. We've got, we've got our budgie smuggler microphone. We've got our laptop. <laughs> we've got our Megapus. We've got our Gallo's Pies mug. <laughs> We've got branding. a lot of branding in here, so we're going to have a good time. I'm drinking we're plugging v. wherever we can. I'm drinking V, so I reckon my rate Pour of speech up. is going to go up. up to the speed of light. So <laughs> slow me down if necessary. So just a disclaimer before we start, we do know each other quite well. Yeah. We've been You've, friends for a number of years. Yeah, everyone was like, everyone uh, on production was like, you watch out for her. <laughs> she's a menace. Did they tell you that before you... Like, did you say that you knew me before you signed up to the show? Well, no, did I didn't because you? I didn't know you were a journo. I didn't know. That's Just funny. known me my whole life but don't know what I do for work. I, I do that with so many mates. It's funny. <laughs> it's not, it's, um. yeah, I had no idea until I left the show. And then I realised there was a lot going on that I, <laughs> that I never really paid attention to, to be fair. Before you go on reality TV, it's funny. Like, I've probably read about three Daily Mail, Mail articles in my life. And then after the show, it kind of consumes you. So it's weird how that happens. It becomes your life. Yeah, you think, you, you, you dead set think you're the centre of the universe. <laughs> well, everyone does. <laughs> I was like, back to work. Jamie Doran to- does. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Doran. Plug. He's the centre of literally the universe, yeah. How did you get on the show? I haven't even asked you this before. How did you get to be on The Bachelor? Well, it was funny. It, come out, it actually came out when we made Top 6 and um, Angie asked us a question on have you applied before? And I was honest. I was like, yeah, I had. Because when I was heaps younger, I broke up with my girlfriend um, and I thought, you know what? Best way to get back at them. Best oh. way to rebound? Apply for The Bachelorette. Slack. But I was... Well, she cheated on me. So, like, oh, you know, oh, like I was go, like, go for gold. Get back at her. Standard. Um, <laughs> Revenge, that. Nah. So, what I did was I applied for the Bachelorette. I was 22 and I made it quite far in the auditions. And you had to be 25, but I lied the whole time. And then I eventually came clean <laughs> during like one of the later stages. And they were like, <laughs> they didn't say anything to me explicitly, but I just knew that my chances were gone. Anyway, three years pass and I randomly just get this email in my. Um, emails and it was like do you want to apply for the bachelorette and I was like oh yeah I was like I was doing it in my spare time and I was like I'm at uni I'm playing football I'm still at work full time so like if I get through there's no chance because I didn't get through last time but then each stage of the audition process it got further and further and ended up becoming in reality and you were 25 then yeah so this was last year so at the start of 2015 sorry 2019 I was 25 so the first time you applied didn't they ask you for a birth certificate or something no just like it's a generic uh, survey online and you kind of fill it out oh. it goes for like ages but they don't have you know, they don't get you to require any documentation until you get later on in the process uh, and then that you're like actually I'm 22 and they were like no deal yeah they were like it's not gonna work for us sorry <laughs> So then you ended up on The Bachelorette and what got to the final stages of you the casting what? and they were like, you're on. Yeah. So like, it's funny that like, you go through stages where you're intensely, intensively communicating with them and then you won't hear from them for five days. And then it might be three days worth of intensive communication and you won't hear from them. You're like, this is quite odd. I don't know if I'm in or I'm out because you, you'd kind of written off your chances the next minute you get a call again. And then one day out of the blue, I get a call from a producer and she's like, yeah, you're in. And I was like, shit, I've not prepared for this. How much notice did they give you? Um, like before filming started? My memory is so bad. Too many concussions, but I reckon maybe like four to six weeks. Because I know this year they were only given two weeks notice. They said we're filming in two weeks. Well, yeah. We'll see. Because I, I was I was quite um, strict my confidentiality. So I had to like lie to every business person that I ever came across with. Because I was in sales and they're like, where are you going? And I actually told people I was going over to Seattle in America for a Costco <laughs> World Conference. 
<laughs> so, so the whole time you were away, no one actually knew where you were. Yeah, that's right. My family had to just, they're like, why is Jackson off the map? And he's like, oh, he's in America. He's got no access to Wi Fi. So, Channel 10, if you're listening, he's a good boy. Yeah, I was literally, <laughs> I, I lied rules. to like very important customers. <laughs> and then when I had to come back, I was like, oh, sorry, I had to they come back. They would have understood. Yeah, they understood. Yeah. Someone wrote in and said, did you apply for the Bachelorette for love or fame, or was it a marketing ploy for your family business? Do you know what's funny? When um, everyone tries to stand out in the red carpet and they encourage you to, to do something different you know and when i told the producer about my family business they were like take a pie take a pie and i was like i'm not taking a pie i'm not because like i'd rather take a football with my family's logo on it and maybe i could show you more than one aspect or dimension of my personality but she was like so persistent and was like take a pie and you know what i don't i never really give in to peer pressure but i just succumbed and i was like all right whatever if you think that's the right Stitched way to go <laughs> that's why i thought first night they've stitched me up as a first bloke to go i thought i was going to go just in and walk straight back out like a boomerang and i was like <laughs> they've stitched me up the whole first night i was just shitting my pants that I'd been stitched up as just a ploy to just like shed weight early, you know, to just cut their losses early. And I was like, Pie I was man. so nervous. Just the gimmick. I was nervous, but not only to meet the bachelorette, Angie, but then to drop this, what is it called? A cloche? Yeah, it's called a cloche. Like a fancy Tupperware, uh, fancy dinner Oh, the plate. waiter dish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a cloche. And I was like, my hands were sweaty beneath it. And I was like, there's no friction. It's going to fall on the floor. So, and she's what celiac. So yeah. So what happened was right. <laughs> so like free. we did the pie, and like it was she was a celiac and gluten. So it was celiac vegetarian, and I was like, why did they make me do a pie? And then because I made it all the way to hometowns, they were like, oh, it's redemption. Let's bring the pies back. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. But they're like, nah, let's go back to the like to the let's go to the food factory and stuff. And I was like, yeah, sweet. You guys are the boss. Like you know, just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. So I kind of I was really hesitant about bringing galas into it because that's kind of what it looked like. It looked like I was a like just marketing yeah. company. Yeah. So do you think they kept you until the Till that later stage because of the pie factory. So <laughs> like I it's think, such good TV. Yeah, it sounds, and it's it so sounds, different. It sounds like, but you know what? I think it's come out now how strong Angie is, and like I'm not trying to like blow smoke up my ass and blow my own trumpet, but I'm 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 hopeful that I made it there because of the good reasons and not because the producers were like, nah, get him to hometowns, because like I think mum and my mum still follows Angie and they follow each other on Instagram. Oh really? They're That's still so mates cute. and they talk. I think mum was trying to meet her in the Hunter oh, Valley like three weeks ago. Stop it. Yeah. What? Catch up with her. Yeah. Yeah. Get out, Sam. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, mum, Sammy girl. Yeah. Friends with everyone. Cool mum. <laughs> yeah. She's like that um mum of Mean Girls. Hundred percent. You guys want to come? <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> She's the best. Yeah, loves it. Um, did you know it was Angie that was going to be the Bachelorette before you went on the show? Yeah, so I think like two weeks before we actually went in, um, it was announced Angie, and you know, and I said I, I had a strategy. I was like, I'm not going to do any research whatsoever, like which was pretty much on the opposite end of the spectrum to Jamie. <laughs> like he did intensive investigative journalism on Angie <laughs> and knew everything. That's why he had so many stats about her on the show without having much time with her. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to research her because if I meet her and I know so much about her, then I don't know what the conversation is going to be like. It's going to be real like, yeah. idea. So I'd rather be like, okay, I'm going to go in fresh just like she's having me fresh so that we can kind of work it out together. Did you have to write down anyone that you knew? Like, do they ask you, do you know anyone else on reality TV? Well, yeah. It just seems like they're casting people who have friends on shows. Well, you know what's funny? I think it's just it's it's selection bias. Like like people that they they apply to people that are in these socialite circles that will go on a show, that want to go on a show, that want to be on these shows. It's like you all there's everyone's only separated by seven degrees of separation, you know. So it's like especially in eastern suburbs, you know, yeah. everyone in the eastern suburbs knows everyone here. Well, that's like with me. A lot of people are like. Oh, you only hang out with reality, and I'm like most of the friends that I've got on reality shows. I knew them before reality TV. Yeah, like like me, you, me, are known. Like I knew them well before you were even on TV. So yeah. plus, it becomes your job now. So it's yeah, like, like you know, 
It's like your account I guess, management. I guess they do cast from those types of circles. Well, that's 100%. Like, like, they don't go out there. Like, they do go, I know they do go out to pubs and, like, ask people, hey, do you want to come on a show? But most of it is, I, I'm pretty sure you've got to be proactive in applying for these shows. And the same type of Pete person, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, the same personality. And they hang out the same groups and they get along together and they love yeah. it. What's a funny story about something that happened in the Bachelor Mansion that wasn't shown on TV? Oh, this one is probably one of my funniest, if not the funniest. So, Jamie Doran, everyone can remember, was struggling throughout the season to get a single date and there's this one um, cocktail party where Jamie develops a gift for Angie and it's the rainbow socks. Poor Jamie. Bless his little <laughs> rainbow socks. So, so Jamie gives so so Jamie gives Angie the rainbow socks and then immediately following the cocktail party we have the rose ceremony. And Jamie is the biggest wigger when it comes to like um like theories about how the show works and orders and all that kind of stuff. Like he'd be a conspiracy theorist if he's not already. Um, and he was like, when Angie gets up, she has a, she obviously has got to give out roses in order. She can't just give five roses to five blokes at once. And he was the first bloke to get a rose that night. And there was no previous bloke that had a rose from a group date, I'm pretty sure. So Jamie was on his high horse at his gift to Angie made him become the top dog so so, so he'd been on the red wines all night we all go back to bed everyone had God, he was so bad yeah. on the red wines so everyone had left our everyone had left <laughs> our room because Jamie would talk and talk and talk and talk and talk oh, the I only ones left imagine. remaining in the room was me and Tim everyone had moved out <laughs> we started with like eight we had three by like week two before, before what so you had three in the room and the other room probably then had like 20 no the other so this was by like week four or something and then everyone had moved out it was me Jamie Tim even Maddie Wyatt was up next to him he was like fuck this can't handle it i'm out so they squished into the other he room. went into another room right. so i had like six out the back they had like five in the next room and then there was just three of us in the room <laughs> so, you and tim so anyway so we get back in we get back into the room and all the lights go out because it's like you have to switch the lights off to go to bed and jamie's just on cloud nine and he's just talking himself up like and he's saying to me and tim guys you don't realize i'm the top dog in this house now. <laughs> he goes from now on he goes i'm the man i'm the man look what i've done i'm the man angie loves me i'm the man from now on you guys can only call me by three names and he calls himself dorza jamie doran he goes you're gonna call me dorza um sir or the dragon and <laughs> me and tim were just pissing ourselves and we're like all right jamie we're calling you the dragon from now on and like literally to this day he has a nickname the dragon why the dragon the dorza i don't know <laughs> i don't know like, like where did dragon come from it sounds like an insult not a nickname like he's insulted himself <laughs> Why? Dragon. Oh no! Oh, listen, dragon. I'd love to be in that guy's head for a day, but I reckon it'd send me insane. I'd love to phone a friend and phone him in and the ask dragon. him what the dragon means. So funny. That was one of my. I could not. That left a smile on my face until he left. <laughs> until he left, and then I was sad to see him go. So it was you, Jamie, and Tim in the room. So you guys were real close. Yeah, yeah, real close. There was a there was a part of the room that was like a it was like a mezzanine, and it was like for clothes. But me and Jamie literally took our mattresses up there, oh, and we'd cute. sleep within a meter sleep of each over. other. Yeah. It was mad. Like Jamie, like where he'd wear these, he'd wear these earplugs to bed, and I like noise cancelling so he could sleep well. And we'd be talking and talking and talking, like to get to bed. And then he'd have to confirm with me and Tim whether or not we were prepared to go to bed, so he could put his earplugs in, so that he didn't miss out on any conversation before That's going to bed. Cute. It was such camp vibes, you know. He's so cute. <laughs> he is. He's a good soul. Who was your favorite person in the house, Jamie? Jamie had to be. Had to be. I knew. Ja I met Jamie in the auditions, and like, and and he was a he's a rugby league fanatic. And he's 40, so he remembers when my dad played. So, like, he's so closer to my dad's dad, age yeah. than he's my age. That's so crazy. Yeah, he's 10 years taller than my dad. he's 40. Yeah, and he's So, 15. your dad's 50, yeah. Yeah, crazy. Oh, so 15 between you guys and 10 between. Yeah. That's so crazy. How crazy is that? So, he gets along better with my dad when he comes over. Oh, my God. He's like Jamie. your dad's new mate. Yeah, 100%. So, what, he was fanning over you and your dad? Fanning over my dad, basically. 
Sean Garlic. Oh, Sean Garlic, is that your dad? I was like, <laughs> yeah, he stopped playing football like 20 years ago. Get over it. Speaking of your dad, um, was he like cringing watching himself back? What was his reaction? Because he got quite a bad edit. Well, do you know what's funny? When the later, later episodes of the season were being aired, we had already a pre-planned family holiday in Cabo. So his 50th, yeah. Yeah, so I, so I missed like the last three episodes that I was on. I got back like two oh. days before I got for my, I guess, departing episode. So did you all, you missed? He, so, and, and he overlapped me, so he missed everything. Oh. And I think they tried to watch it from like Chicago or somewhere in America. Right. And he was like, and my mum was like, oh, Sean, you are, you came off so bad. And he Sean. was like, but you know what was great? Angie reached out to my mum and me after it and were like, listen, your dad wasn't like that. You know, like, you oh, got really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, he wasn't like that. You know, someone's always going to play the bad guy. And, you know, your dad's a strong character. And we had heaps of good conversation. Like, you talk for hours and that's what they get out of it, you know? So, but I, 100%, so, my dad's like, he's a bit hard ass, but he's not like that to per, on a personal scale. Yeah. Well, I met you know? him. He's, I didn't, I didn't think he was like pretty that chill. at all. Yeah, he's pretty chill. He's like, cool in socially, dad. he's heaps chill, but at work, like, if you work on, He's a businessman. Oh yeah, like he's got to be. He's got. He runs a business. So, but he was grilling Angie. It looked like he was grilling Angie. Yeah, but they had a they had a pretty good conversation. Apparently, because I didn't see it. So did he care like how it came out, or was he like? Oh, Oh, he was like, it is what it is. He goes, I don't know what conversation I had with there. If people want to hate me and and be and think that the reason that's why you didn't get a rose, then I'll be the scapegoat. He's kind of nonchalant about it, to be fair. Like not like he didn't care, but he just thought, oh well, I I know what I said that night, so it's I'm not going to blame editing, and I won't blame editing either. You know, if he came across like that, it's not like they put words in his mouth. He's a fifty year old. Man, he can say what he wants, you know. So, yeah, it probably is. You know, <laughs> I'm biased. Yeah. Um, your mum came across really good, though. Yeah, mum said about three words. So good on mum. <laughs> She's so much louder in real life. I know. I don't know what happened to her that night. I think she got just she like got stage fright. Yeah. yeah. And she just wanted to meet Angie. You know, oh, she was so excited. That's so cute that they're still friends, though. Yeah. Mum yes. loves it. I want to ask you about this because you have told me before and I find it really interesting. Is there a drink limit on The Bachelorette? Yeah, and there is. There 100% is. I've heard such conflicting things from you and the other boys and then from what the girls said. The girls said they get pumped with alcohol. Well, yeah, but like girls do have a low tolerance compared to men as well. Like for us, they give you two drinks per hour and you can drink, have a drink on either side of the hour to like to have in quick succession. But if they can see you're getting out of hand, they'll cut off. There's many blokes on our season that got cut off. Who? Tim. <laughs> Really? Like one night, he, like every night, or just no, 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 just on the on occasion. The, okay. Like you, you might have had a big day or an exciting group date, and like when you're excitable, you just drink more. Like it's and you act different. Yeah, and you just like if you're just like, oh, can I have another drink? Can I have another drink? They'll be like, nah, he's not having another drink just yet. You know, so like the girls, we definitely saw a, a drink limit enforced. Because the girls said that they had no drink limit and that they were pumped with alcohol in terms of like they didn't even give the mixes with their vodka. It tasted like petrol, and they said that they were like vomiting. They were passing out every night, and I was like, the boys, yeah. like they said that they were sober. Nah, well they. They, they, they make you have dinner before and like it, yeah. the thing is right I could have a whole bottle of red a night and wake up completely sweet the next day really? whereas a girl has two drip <laughs> the girl has like two glasses of red and they'll be maybe polaxed you know so I mean you're a pretty bad drunk <laughs> you have one drink and you're like sent home no that's MIA <laughs> back door I got no, a few stories I could tell send you myself I'll send you myself <laughs> sips tea mm. so this oh, new season oh. they're basically bagged Ellie and Becky out saying that they're not worthy to be the Bachelorette. Did that happen on your season with Angie? Or was everyone like super like happy to have Angie? Was there anyone that was like bitching about her? I'm not gonna. I can't even talk about the current season because I don't know any of the blokes from the current season. But I just feel like there's an element of saltiness there if you say that if you just went before your time. Like if you think, oh, yeah, I'm gonna make top two, and then if you don't, or if I'm gonna make top four, or wherever. If you have expectations of yourself and you don't, then it immediately becomes like an inwards thought about, oh, okay, what was I doing in that situation? It's an outwards projection on 
the girls. So like a bit bitter that you didn't make it further. Yeah, like that's right. Like every time someone doesn't get attention, like ultimately she's choosing other guys over you. So naturally you have a tendency <laughs> to get salty. You know, like yeah, true. I guess it is what it is. Unless you spend enough time with him, be like, you know what? We're not into each other. We'll live on our own accord. And if if some blokes that left on their own accord did say that, which I think was AB. Yeah. AB, yeah. yeah first like night. he could say that. Like, and he has every right to say that because he's like, no, I made my decision. I didn't stay around. I met him once and I was like, no, not for me. I'm out of here. So good on him. So the guys that are staying and then bagging them out, it's like, we'll just leave. Leave. Can you leave? Because yeah. that's another question. A lot of people have said they don't let you leave, but then other people have said you can leave whenever you want. First hand knowledge, I don't know. I never tried to leave. You never tried to. No. Did, who, did anyone try to leave on your season? Just Kieran. And yeah. he, he could go, right? Yeah, well, he left. It, like, there wasn't like a, it wasn't like a massive song and dance. Well, like, you can't just kind of disappear off the face of the earth because they're like, well, how do we explain that? Yeah. Everyone gets invested. Yeah. So, like, so you need to ha- come up with a storyline. Yeah, it's not like they're going to play like the Jamie Doran B- uh, Bachelor in Paradise Star Wars trailer. <laughs> you know? Oh, no, that was Kieran. Was it? Oh, that was Jamie too. Yeah. Oh. Like, otherwise, they, they leave these gaps in the story and it's like, how do we get here? At the end of the day, they've got a show to produce. They can't leave us hanging. Yeah. Right. Because, um, yeah, with Kieran, what he just basically said he wanted to leave. Were you shocked? Oh, I felt for him. Like, I'm a family man and, like, he had a death in the family and I'm like, well, shit, man. Like, even though, like, he's also living in Australia, he's got family back home, he's got family in Darwin and Perth and I was like, mate, this is, I know this is an opportunity to find love of your life. And he had a good connection with Angie and I was semi kind of like, yeah, go, man, because it means it's one less guy out of the race. <laughs> I was like, no, but seriously, I was like, like, you got to look after yourself. Like, if you're, oh like, I saw him, the, like, the next day after he got told and he was like a shell of himself, you know, oh. poor fella. So I just felt like, the right thing to do is And to also, leave. like, what came out after the show in terms of, like, everyone was judging whether or not that, that actually happened. It literally happened. We saw it in the flesh. Like, you, you've got to be, a like, an actor-nominated Emmy Award-winning actor to pull off acting that sad after a death in the family. If okay. it was fake. Yeah. So it was real. The yeah. death the death happened. Yeah. I think the thing was that people said there wasn't a funeral. But the thing that I know that Kieran's told me is what happened was his dad called him to tell him about the death, his nan that he yeah. his nan had died. And he didn't have the do you have a phone number or an email where you email if you need to contact Oh the show? you get an email, I think. Or or a phone's one of them. I can't remember. So yeah. his dad lost that. And right. so when he went to email the show, he couldn't. So he couldn't right. get in touch with them. And then right. I think you had to wait until he had his next phone call. Yeah. And when he had that phone call, the dad was like, Oh, two weeks ago, your right. nan passed away and like we couldn't get in touch with you because you lost the number. Yeah. So then that's why he missed the funeral. So yeah. I think everyone's saying, well, you didn't go to the funeral. But the thing was, the funeral had happened and he didn't yeah, like, he, know, yeah. he didn't have enough time to get there to get overseas or whatever. Exactly. But I think he's just still wanted to leave because he was like upset or whatever. But yeah, like for us, you're in this, you're in this like vacuum and the only information you get told from the outside world is what is fed to you. Like you don't watch news, you don't listen to the radio, you watch you Netflix and Netflix phone, alone yeah. and that's it, no phone. So like when you're going to and from group days and stuff, you don't listen to the radio because they don't want you influenced by the outside. So if something went down, like, I don't know, like a World like War Three, like, like, yeah, would you know about it? No. No. That's so know. crazy. That's the It's like on Big too. Brother. You know how they used to do the montage yeah, of correct. everything you'd miss? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's like you just miss like six weeks of like real life. Exactly. You do. <laughs> well, not like. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, speaking of Kieran, what did you think about the boys' behaviour on Paradise this year? Yeah, so I got there real late. So um, when I got in there, I missed the big blow up with Renee, Tim and Kieran at the dinner. Where Sucks to be you. Yeah, so <laughs> I kind of walked in late and... Shit, my head was in a, a like a spiral since day one. Like I kind of walked in, it was like, like I wasn't I wasn't prepared to be caught in like this love triangle and stuff. And like you it, just came off the plane from Carvo, you were living yeah. it up in Carvo, jumped off the plane and went straight a to Paradise. Spare, didn't you? A week, a week in between, went back into so work. Crazy. Yeah, so I was like, I was in no man's land when it comes to my <laughs> kind of stability. You were still on a bender my from Carvo. Yeah, my like, and then that, like I've got Cass and Brittany, and then then like then I've got Kieran and Tim fighting with 
at Renee and I'm like, fuck, I've got bigger things to worry about <laughs> than them. Like, I understand that some people say like, oh, toxic masculinity, if you stand and be a part of it, you know, like- Oh, if you don't stand up and call it out. Yeah. yeah. But like, to be fair, I'm in this weird situation myself and I'm just like, I'm in like kind of, I'm at battle stations and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm not worrying about anyone else but me. It sounds selfish, but that was how it was. Like, I don't know if there's this one scene where like the boys are fighting literally and I'm just standing there just like, what is going on in front of me? Was that the beef with Matt and Kieran? And I'm standing there in my leopard shirt just going, what's (laughs) doing? Like, how did I end up here? Like, Get me a margarita. Should I jump in the middle or what? I don't know. I'm just standing there just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, what's going on? So, what? There's so many things going on with so many different people that you can't be across everyone's yeah, issues. There's so and many more happening. parts in motion on Bachelor in Paradise than there is in Bachelorette because Bachelorette has a sequence of filming, whereas Bachelor in Paradise they go off on group dates while there's single dates being. So it's like, well, like you're on the beach with someone, and then someone's under the cabana. That's right, and some people talk shit about you, and yeah. some people have so ulterior motives, and you know, like friendship roads are going around, and it's not like everyone wants the one person. It's not as si- as simple as the Bachelorette. And I guess you're not in because in the Bachelor Mansion, what you'd most mostly be having one conversation as a group. Yeah, and, and that all gets reverberated back. Like at a cocktail party, yeah. you go up and speak, and some bloke will come up and be like, "Had a best conversation," or for me, I always say, "Geez, my conversation did not go well." And I just said the worst stuff, and yeah. I always, I always doubt myself in terms of how my conversation went compared to other blokes who are like, "Yeah, that was a mad conversation over there, and like they'd leave next week," you know. And then in Paradise, there's like. A conversation with four people happening there. There's another conversation over there because yeah. there's what? How many of you in there at once? Like twenty. Well, yeah. I walked in. I thought there was gonna be six people. There was like there was like fourteen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so there's a lot going on. Yeah. So like the day the day after I got in there, I think we had like three blokes leave or four blokes leave or something like that. That's like quick, yeah, Gilly, quick. Naranga, and Jamie, and some, maybe those three plus another. I was like. Dramas. And in reality, you were only there for how many days? Seven. Two days. Oh, okay, just two. I thought it was shorter. Nah, I think it was seven in, days. In, yeah, it's really not that long, hey? Not long at all. So, did you hook up with anyone other than Litney from Paradise? Oh, so, is this a producer thing? Oh, okay. Well, we can talk about that. Oh, I'd love to. I think I've already actually said that this was false, but let's hear yeah, it from literally you. Literally, no truth. Is, you know, sometimes <laughs> you get a story and you're like, ah, oh, it sounds like that. Like, could be an element of no truth. No word yeah. of a lie. Not a single skerrick <laughs> of truthness about this. Like, so, what all, there was like, uh, there's like five producers on the show, and four of them were men. <laughs> I swear, all my life, and I was like, the fifth one, like, was just, it's just crazy. Like, it's like you're staying on the show within the show, and like. With any time you're with any producers or anything, you're always with a camera. So it's like, what does that? Mean? I left with a producer, but I left with Britney. It's so weird. Also, I was like, like, when did you fit that in? Like in between hooking oh, up yeah. with Britney, Cass. Yeah, like I, just, I got that. I was there for seven days, and also had another <laughs> fling on the side. Like I used to wake up at three a.m. and do it. Like it's Busy crazy. Boy. When that came out, I was kind of upset because it came out in a mat, and I was like, Fuck, is that like defamation? Because everyone was like, <laughs> everyone was like, like oh Jackson, huh? like you're you're a fuckboy. and I was like, that is the biggest load of bullshit I've ever seen. Well, I think they basically re use the Rachel Arahill story. They gave you the Rachel Arahill treatment because the year before she was yeah, I saw that. plan B with the producer and yeah. they literally just said that it was you this time. Yeah, exactly I mean, right. Maybe and it was, was a like, slow news week. Yeah, get me on camera saying it or like <laughs> actually like catch me red-handed, but that's l- such lies. <laughs> All right, well, good that we've cleared that up Thank on the God. record. Did you hook up with anyone else from Paradise other than Britney? No. Nah. Because there's been a few people writing in saying, we've heard rumours that he's hooking up with Britt Hockley. Why is she following oh. your mum on Instagram? Yeah. Like, what's so going on there? That's a funny story. Um, So when, because um, Britt's from Sydney, Britt Hockley's from Sydney. Is she, isn't she from Port Macquarie? Originally, yeah, but she's living in Sydney. Bondi. Oh, okay. Yeah. She lives in Sydney. Yeah, so I met her on a show and I'd never met her before that. And um, also Eleanor moved from Perth to Bondi too. So they become really good friends on the show. And when we all got out, obviously it was all low key. You couldn't go out. Tim came up to see Britt Hockley between... 
filming ended in December. And we all went over to my house for drinks. My mum, sorry, my mum and dad's house. And that's where Britt, Hockley and Tim met my mum my and dad and my family when they were like dating within that within that dating stage. Right. And my mum gets along with any girl that I bring over because she's like, <laughs> oh, is she your girlfriend? And I'm like, nah, we're just mates. Um, so then she followed mum and mum followed her back. And then, like, some super spy had found out that they were following each other. And I'm like, this has to be something deeper. Oh, before they, and before it had been announced that she hooked up with Tim in Paradise, Correct. they were yeah. thinking, oh, maybe she hooks up with Jackson. Correct. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, good yeah. on them. Those spies yeah. need to hire them. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> get them on my on payroll. Yeah. But, like, uh, so after that all happened, though, you were hanging out with Brittany and Eleanor yeah. in Sydney without Tim after Tim and Brittany had broken up. Yeah. So, oh, so like during the whole stage, and I'm I'm semi like that. Like if my mates date someone, it's like purely platonic for me, and then it never comes back from that. So, so you never go there with Brit. No, nah, we're we're so mates. I, yeah, I, she's like my sister now. Oh, yeah, cute. Say, yeah, we, she's a nice girl. We have good chats. Yeah, she's pretty funny. I'm like a um, mentor when it comes to men. Her mentor yeah. with men. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. Why? <laughs> Dating advice. Yeah, from for me, yeah. Just what do you tell stay her? away from the fuckboys and that. So stay away from Tim. <laughs> stay away from all of your mates. Yeah, yeah, stay away Pretty from much. Have you set her up with anyone? Um, have I? Most of my mates are in a relationship now, so they're off the market. What about Cass? What happened with Cass since the show? Anything? Any oh, contact? Like, that's the thing is that she went back to Adelaide, I went back to Sydney. It would have been just as hard as me to have a connection with Cassie in Adelaide and Sydney as it would have been me and Brit. However, Brit did, did come down for my birthday, so um, she was there and then, like, it was 100% my fault. It didn't work. Yeah, so what happened with Brit? Well, she came down and she was like, yeah, well, like, let's hang out more. At the infamous birthday bash. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that went on Actually, there. I've had a lot of people say, literally messaging saying, can you please tell me what what happened at that birthday party we need a whole episode on Jackson's birthday because there were so many stories that came out so of it. many stories hey <laughs> yeah that's right so yeah. many stories do you know the funniest thing was the biggest story I think that happened that night was obviously Scott and Alicia yes yeah okay so that was the night. yeah 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 but you know what the funniest thing about that is when I broke that story I didn't know that from being at the party well I didn't Someone even know t- that until you yeah, broke it exactly there you we go. didn't know we were having too much fun to even notice I'm in the I'm in the like, seriously, <laughs> shit, shit happens in front of my face <laughs> well, I don't even know we were pissed and we I didn't even notice that. And then someone messaged and told me, why haven't you done this story? Yeah. And I'm like, what? And when did this happen? And they were like at Jackson's party. They party started at 12 p.m. And I think I got home at 8 p.m. And I was like, oh, that was a good day. And it was 8 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, what are you doing now? We're at home. And they're like, oh, too late. We've got to go to bed. Oh, well, yeah. Someone's like, weren't you there? Weren't you at Jackson's? And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't see that happen. I well, was it was a like- pub crawl. We went to nine different pubs. There was so many moving parts. And like, there was and so And then many everyone different- went off on their own. Like, I ended up in the tattoo parlor with Kieran and Kiki getting oh, matching God, tattoos. See, I didn't know that. So that's maybe when that when it all went down and I missed it. And then where did you guys ended up somewhere else. And at then home, yeah. everyone split and it was just a mess. Oh, good times. But yeah, that was a fun night. Pre COVID. I'm trying to think what else happened. Your mum and dad were there. Yeah, mum and dad rocked up, made an appearance. But yes, like so many things. Best not discussed on this podcast. (laughs) So yeah, so Brit, that ended. Yeah, so like basically what happened was like, I actually used to go to the goalie a lot, but I just didn't. I just didn't have any opportunities to go up there. And then it's hard. Like I always say about long distance relationships, you can't grow them. You can maintain a long distance Mm. relationship, but you can't grow one. Yeah, it's hard. You just don't have that. The spark. You don't, well, you just, yeah, it's just like, you know, you need to see each other, you need to be present. And like talking over the phone and stuff just only takes you so far. Especially when you were only in paradise for a week together. Oh, yeah. Like one week. Oh, yeah. And actually coupled up for two days. Oh, no. Like, and I like Brittany so much, but like, she's such a great character. But like, you just can't, like, I don't know if anyone has the misguided idea that they can grow one. And if they do, good on them. But I just don't think you can grow a relationship long distance. If she moved down to Sydney, say, would you ever rekindle? I don't know about my stage, what I'm doing with my life currently. Why? What are you doing with your life? It's not exactly single. Oh, do tell. Off the mark. <laughs> Market ladies, so I've oh, had a, it's going to disappoint a few listeners. Early days, early People days. have been asking me to pass your number on. <laughs> 
Damn, I'll, I'll breaking news, the, guys. Jackson's no longer single. Yeah. Uh, Who's nah. the lucky lady? Secret. Secret. Is a reality TV person? No, nah, no. Nah. Oh, a yeah. regular pleb. Just a plain old, <laughs> plain old Jane. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah, early days. Never know. Do you want to divulge more? Um, more uh, deeds? I've got, I've got way more dirt on everyone else. Okay. <laughs> what about Matt Wyatt? Matty What's Wyatt. The tea on Matt? Are you still friends? Yeah, I just hardly speak to Matty. Because so, like, didn't all the boys turn on him after the Kieran Renee thing? Yeah, but I wasn't a part of that. Like, oh, so you, you just know, stayed Yeah, well, mate, so we spoke all the time. Like, like, there was no one following or blocking on Instagram or anything like that. We've always been mates and talked to each other every now and then. But like I said, I, I would have seen so many more of the boys if COVID hadn't happened. Mm. And it just kind of just like, literally we're talking like every week. And then you just talk mm. less and less and less until you talk when he's got a funny story on Instagram. Now he's got a missus and stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, he's living the, living the loved up life. and COVID vibes. Yeah. Putting a damper on all the reality stars' careers. Exactly right. Like, Stopping you from going fun? to any events. <laughs> Really have fun. From setting up any pups. Yeah, yeah. And and also, like, what, what can that blue tick get you these days? Bugger all. <laughs> what can it get you? Oh, Some insta deals. Shame. That's um, what's going on with Jamie's court case? Another question on everyone's list. Yeah, okay. I don't know what I can and actually can't say. I don't really, sometimes I'm quite confident with what I can say, but all I know is that he's, I think he's in the latter stages of presenting some information, you know, in terms of to them and they've probably got just his equal case back. So you know what he's doing? Well, I know his angle and yeah. I also know what their angle of defence should be. <laughs> like I've just thought about it. Because you're quite the little legal aid over here. Yeah, I just, I just think that, yeah, like, you know, Jamie has every right to, you know, to do that, like, you know, to change challenge what you know people on how you're treated but when it comes down to contractual obligations and what you've committed yourself to then that's a different story and that's probably a story for the courts you know like i don't have any jurisdiction yeah, yeah so i couldn't and it's probably like unknown territory it hasn't been done before well it has in house rules uh, okay there was two girls back in 2019 so he's gonna go obviously maybe a similar angle to Potentially. that interesting because i think a lot of people were thinking it was just purely based off the edit but i've spoke to him a little bit and it yeah. doesn't seem like it's gonna be that angle yeah so, so that's yeah interesting mm. we'll have to get him on yeah would you do paradise again or even be the bachelor well paradise isn't happening next year so because you were on the top of everyone's list like all the girls from the past season are like can you give me jackson's number can you put a good <laughs> word in for me with jackson i don't think so and a lot of them were saying that oh i want to go to paradise and i've i've told the producers that jackson's top of my list i don't think so you wouldn't fair. do it oh. so like if it was going ahead next year would you have done it if they approached you? I don't know if I would have. I just think that, like, I've had my shot. You know what? The only thing that would change, and I just think that why I felt a little bit disadvantaged is because when I came in, I had a week to make a connection and then a commitment so that if if I was given the opportunity to go from the start, I would have had a lot more time under my belt to, I guess, familiarise myself with the environment and what to expect and then actually start focusing on who I want to be with. Whereas I came in, it was like a whirlwind. Mm. Like, there was people going left, right and centre. I was new. The place was new. The format was new. And so the odds were stacked against me for me to kind of develop a relationship within five days and then commit to that relationship for then another week it was just i just felt like that was it's, that's not how I'm, i don't move that fast so but don't you think because you didn't get a proper shot you're only in there for a week and you're only with britney for two days wouldn't you want to go again and have from the start yeah that's what i like i reckon if i got that opportunity but there's probably no way i will get doing this podcast right now but <laughs> no nah, but i just think um if i got it from the start then you have like you kind of have two weeks unobstructed if you find a relationship with someone then you get to really explore it but i just didn't have that so i I just like I don't know whether or not I'm entitled to another shot because they'll have two seasons of the batch and bachelorette. Also, so. like I feel like you're 
quite lucky. Not lucky because you, I think how you're portrayed is exactly how you are. But look what happened to Kieran and Tim. Oh, yeah. They just obviously like they let a lot of time pass in between what they did on The Bachelorette and then what happened in BIP and then what when it got aired. So like I'm, I'm really fortunate. I've like Everyone that I've come across in this batch nation, I've kind of made friends with. Can't really say anyone. So I think sometimes when you make enemies, you put a target on your back and sometimes that does work its way into the edit. But I mean, like they both came off so good on Bachelorette and then yeah. they went into BIP and it was complete different edits. So well, it's like right. you've come off looking really good if you went on to Paradise you're risking coming out looking that's potentially right. not as good as you were so it's that's like finish you, on a high yeah that's right and that's <laughs> what I mean is like you know I'm, I'm fortunate I've had so much support and there's been hardly any people that have damn and been like you're a dickhead and you know rightly so everyone's entitled to their own opinion but I just think I've had a good crack at it even though I didn't go in at day one in Paradise I don't know whether or not I am worthy of getting a second one what about if they asked you to be the bachelor like say you you weren't with this girl that you're with now and in like two years you know you're older would you consider it or are you just done with reality TV um I just don't know if I could give the people what they want. Like, I reckon I'm, I'm pretty... <laughs> give the people what Do you know what I mean? Want. Like, I'm just... I just don't think I'm... Like, people say, oh, Ellie's not worthy. I reckon identically, that's me. <laughs> I'm not worthy. Like, she's so All the girls are like, why did we get stuck with Jackson? Yeah, guys? 100%. Like, look at him. Like, you know, like... <laughs> Like, I just think, oh, I don't think so. No, I just reckon that, like, you know, it's, it's the, the show needs to keep evolving to keep viewers. Otherwise, if they just choose white guy number 1407, it's a little <laughs> bit shorter than average. It's not going to, you know, like, I don't know whether or not they, they wanted to choose the um, the Mile sisters because they're really wholesome and they wanted to try and attract people back into the show. But for me, I just don't know whether or not I'd have that, that wow factor to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tune in this show for some reason because this guy's on it. To, to increase, to have their year-on-year -year viewership go up. I would love, like, a person of colour, but it doesn't look like they're ever going to do it. You never know. Like, that's, it's, my, it is 2020. The world's changing. I mean, I've my hopes are high, but I just I just don't know if they're going to. I, I, I know they plenty of candidates. They should, they could they ask should me have for done, some addition choices. They should have done it this year. Yeah. They've chucked in two white girls. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean for The Bachelor? Any, yeah, like, bachelor, yeah, either. Whatever format, yeah. Either. Even yeah. just more contestants of colour. Like, and that's also like, back to selection bias, too. Like, that would be really, that some people that would be really good. It's not like they don't exist. To apply? Yeah. Did they apply? No, no, no. No, but like how hard can it be to find people it's like they just pick one they tick that box well, i think a lot of their and then that's their, it a lot of their selection is from applications because uh, they only have so many people that can go out to pubs and ask people so a lot of their the majority of their pool is from people applying Mm. So if you don't apply, then you can't be in the race, I guess, to get on the show. True. But it's like, I just feel like they cast one person of colour and they're like, okay, box tick, let move on. Yeah, agreed. Like, you don't want a token person token. of colour. Token. And then yeah. they just leave early. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that at the end of the day, you you hope, you like to believe that the bachelor or the bachelorette chooses based on their preference. I've never been in that situation, so I don't know. I've heard that it's like heavily produced, like producers choose to tell oh, you I heavily. Don't. Yeah, I, I couldn't confirm or deny because I don't have any. I'd just be gossiping at that stage. <laughs> Gossip away. <laughs> Which show did you enjoy more, like Bachelorette or Bip? Oh, Bip was heaps better. Like, like heaps better funner, format. Better yeah, yeah. You just have more time. You literally have more time with the person that you're talking to and dealing with, like, and you're developing a connection with, so. Oh, yeah, because with Angie, like, when you break it down, you wouldn't have really spent that much time with her. Not at all. Like, like at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm being asked to, like, say, like, express your feelings at my hometown and I had two dates, you know, like. And in Paradise, where you can just lounge around with people all yeah, day, Yeah, like, you got all day. You could sleep over if you want. <laughs> like, you could wake up together. 24-7 together. The whole day away from each other. That's if so you true. didn't get pulled in for any group days or anything like that, then you spend the whole day. I think, and that's exactly what Connor and Mary did. They spent quality, quantity time with each other, and they developed a great relationship. And good on them. They're so cute. Yeah, like they used to literally go walking hand in hand along the oh, beach, bless and I was like, them. "What are you guys talking about down oh, there for so long?" They're so cute. Yeah, they are cute. Yeah. How random though that they put the clean skins in. <laughs> oh, I got in there and I was like, "Who are these guys? Are these for like <laughs> from like six seasons?" Yeah, ago. exactly right. I was like, "Who are these fellas?" Because they came in just before me. 
And then uh, shocked to me too. I was like, clean skins. And then they're like, yeah, so it's, a, it's a name. They wanted to stick the clean skins. I called them batchy blow-ins. Is that? <laughs> That's what they were. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, just going back a bit, actually, before, you know how I said all the girls have you on the top of your hit list. Yeah. If you were single at the moment, which girls would be at the top of your hit list? If you had to go into paradise and they said pick like three girls. I didn't even pick girls for my, my season Oh, paradise. really? Yeah. Why? Because I hardly watched. So I didn't know any personalities, you know? So the, literally the only person I've met from his current season, oh, there's been a few. There's been Belle, there's been um, Leilani and Juliet. Oh, so you've met them? Yeah, I knew Leilani before she went on the show. And She's a cool chick. Didn't you go out with the new contestants the other week? Dude, having a view, the boys were having a viewing. On the opening, on the Bachelorette yeah. the final night. It was you, good. That, you went down? Yeah, I went down. That was mad, yeah. What are they like? They're good. They're good fellas. Like, I'm, I also knew Rudy before he went on the show. Rudy. It's funny, you know? It's not like everyone knows, oh, yeah, like, yeah, go for, apply for it. It's like, oh, I know that bloke through, like, eight different mutual friends. Yeah. It's not like you best mates. It's yeah. just like you kind of know each other. It's just, like Instagram, like, you follow a thousand people, one of them might get on the show at one stage in their life. Well, that's like me. I've been so lucky having, like, a few friends on each season. Yeah. So I've hit the jackpot or yeah, I know it. someone that knows someone sorted have you hooked up with anyone else or banged anyone else from batchy nation or any celebrities in general no nah, i've been i've Are been like sure? pretty low-key like it's not like i'm gonna just dish dirt on myself right now it's not the best can thing. i dish dirt on yeah. you what who <laughs> didn't you hook up with alicia nah never did in my life no. oh i thought that alicia, was a thing really? yeah i nah. thought that that was a thing no alicia's great like she's very intelligent i think you guys hooked up no nah, i met her out once before um but that's it yeah never hooked up with her what about Abby Holmes from Survivor? No, Is that we true? just saw each other a couple of times. Yeah. She lived in Adelaide too. Oh. So I was like, well, how do you define dating? I thought you dating? were dating. No, we weren't dating. Just hanging out. Just okay, your definition of dating is very different to mine. Yes, yeah, full going on dates. Like if visible a guy like public dates out in the open. Oh, I guess I took on one date. Yeah. But that was ages ago. But like <laughs> yeah, in dating, that case, that's like plural. Like many, many, many dates. So you're just like fuck buddies or something? No, nah, no, not even fuck buddies. Because like when I say dating, it's like if I'm talking to a guy that's dating, like we're together, we're oh, getting married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my definition Psycho is very lines. different to yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're dating. You could be dating like a few people at once. No, 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 no. That's that's. Oh. I don't have the time or the or the sanity to do that. That's no. That's what I mean. So like maybe if you're talking to a few people at once and that means you're talking to a few people at once, that's dating. But no, that's not dating. And I, I can't even do that. Look, I haven't I haven't been on a date in like ten years, so oh. I wouldn't even know what dating Take is. Take yourself on a date. <laughs> Take, Take yourself on a date. <laughs> on a date. <laughs> um, what traits do you look for in a girl? These are all listener questions. They want to know. I think oh. they want to suss out if you'd go for them. Okay. Biggest one is um. Okay, one thing that I, this is kind of like a red flag slash positive. Like if they got a good group of friends and and they're close to their family. So some people like don't have a family, but they are really close with their friends. You know, they might grow up and have mum or dad around, but they've got a really close friendship group. Then you know that they treat the people that they have are close to them around them well. So you're so, big on family values and friendship values. You know, so like if you have a close group of friends or family and you treat your mum and dad right, or your grandparents or your foster parents or whatever it is, then <laughs> you know I know that like yeah, that's a that's a either Aww. a go sign or a red flag. And what's the other one? I like I like like people that look after themselves, like they keep themselves fit. Like you don't always have to be the fittest in the room. I'm not. I'm fine. Should say anyone's like my shit off. But um, <laughs> too many pies. He is kicking in because <laughs> mine didn't kick in. I'm like dead over here. Oh, and then um I need yeah, to. like. I guess if they're social, they enjoy like sport in in general, like a big a good mixture of like kind of a you're happy to lay in bed and watch Netflix and be real casual, or go out and just do random shit like a spawn. It's very broad. Yeah, I'm like what traits? And you're like, hmm, watches Netflix in bed, like sports, kind of looks after themselves, but not too much. Like, okay, <laughs> I guess if you Could took every spectrum, there was about a personality and like just move that dial somewhere to the middle of each one then like i said i'm i don't i can't rate myself too highly because that's what i am i'm everywhere so <laughs> 
Do you know, like, <laughs> I don't know if you're following, but I don't think anyone else will, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you'll take anything. You'll take what comes to you. Yeah, like, good vibe. Like, like if you can handle me talking the back legs off a chair and you can handle my energy spikes, then Spike. you're sweet. Oh, I hope we'll get along. Okay, girls, if you're listening, yeah. if that's you, you slide into energy? his DMs. <laughs> um, so, some random questions from some more listeners. Why did you Photoshop yourself in pictures with celebrities as we saw in the pedestrian article? That was so funny. Oh, yeah. So, you got so caught out. Yeah. What happened? You know what's happened? That's like from my, from my it was, it was one celebrity. <laughs> by the way, let me, let me set the record. Who was it? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. So I was over. We had a store. We had a pie shop in LA for about two years. Did you? Yeah. In, uh, in um, It was called Westwood, a suburb in, oh, in wow. LA. Oh, wow. Fancy. And me and Dad were over there. We were actually looking for our second store in, in West Hollywood. Across the road, they have like these, these like, convenience store hole in the wall like what do you call them like shops like you know where you go down to circular can you buy the um kangaroo nuts like a novelty thing. novelty store yeah and there was this guy that did photoshops and he photoshopped you perfectly with a celebrity and me and dab were over there like you know we'll fucking stitch mum up i'll get one with leonardo dicaprio and you get one with kim kardashian and mum will fucking she'll lose her shit okay so um uh, so we did that and i posted on my instagram and i didn't post any context it was just like yeah with the man himself and dad didn't have instagram so he sent his to mum and she was like hassling us like where did you meet him how did you meet him together blah blah, blah. it's like leonardo like everyone knew that knew me it was like leonardo dicaprio does not get down hollywood boulevard like i think he was wearing like casual clothing no cat no sunnies he's hanging on the walk of fame yeah. So is Kim Kardashian yeah, just hanging like, out waiting for people to come and take big photos stretch. of them. But because I didn't have a caption that back in the day, I left it on my Instagram, like people must have sussed me out and gone <laughs> deep, deep, deep into the grid. Because how many, it was, it was a while ago that the post yeah, was done. It would so, have been yeah. 2015. Or, oh, shit. Yeah. So it was five so, years ago. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it was like, well, back last year, it was four years ago, but like I don't post thousands of photos. So you could have so found they've it. dug into the archive. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they're like, Dave Mayo came I was like, who else is he photoshopping himself into? <laughs> who else? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, guys, it was a joke. So, Liam, Leonardo DiCaprio and you didn't actually Photoshop it. The guy in the shop. We paid did. like you some, paid someone we to some, Photoshop. We paid, That's even worse. You paid someone. We to paid him like twenty bucks US to do but it. But then who were the other celebrities that you were in photos with? Well, then like like obviously our football mates and they're like, oh, is, is he Photoshop? Oh, okay, because George Burgess. Okay, because then there was all the photos with the Burgess brothers, and yeah. then they were like, oh, who is he photoshopped him? Who else? <laughs> is he photoshopping himself with a, with a faux family and that? It's like, I mean, come on, give me a break. Because <laughs> you have all these famous friends, like I mean, who else? Just footballers, like that. I've got someone else, and then they were like, is this photoshopped or real? Is his photo? I'm like, oh, okay. You got That's so funny. Stitcher. Um, speaking of Stan, what's happening with him and Phoebe? Juicy tea. Um, you know what? It's hard to talk. I don't know what to say about it other than it's <laughs> you've just, got you've got so much gossip. Come on, tell me. It's, it's just convenient me. timing that they're going through the family court at the moment. And, and what happens in the family court is that you mudsling and you try and defame the other person's character for custody, basically. So what you think the timing's suspicious? Of timing when is all the, so this suspicious. coming out to the so what? suspicious. I'm blocked from her. Are you? Yeah. Since when? Recently. Since, since Carbo. Well, he was single at uh, Carbo. Like, yeah. they'd been single, what, for a year almost? Yeah. Why Why did you get blocked in Carbo? Don't know what. Don't fucking What did you do in Carbo? What did you- I'm a dickhead. <laughs> what did you do? I, don't know. I really don't did know. Did you have, like, conversation with her or, like, yeah. you just noticed you were blocked? Yeah. Because the Pat photos came out of partying yeah. and stuff? must have, yeah. Bad influence. Oh, have drinks on a boat with 50-year-olds. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, that sounds... <laughs> and it was literally, like, all your parents' It friends. was my mum's friends. And they're, like, back here in, in Australia, like, scantily clad women. It's like, yeah, these women are 50. So tell the story. 
Well, the girls that you were with, I know the girls. They're like family friends of yeah. yours. Like I know them Mom's as well. friends and they're like the, And the daughters, and like and the yeah. kids, yeah. So yeah, you're all there. So like a family, yeah, family, family friend thing. It was like a, my mum and dad and had, a, they had their 50th on the same year, three months apart, and they decided to go to Cabo. And like 50 of their friends so came sick. over from Sydney to, and they actually they came from Australia and a couple in the US and stuff to celebrate in Cabo. I hope I'm that cool when I'm 50. I'll have a, like <laughs> negative four friends when I'm 50. <laughs> Negative four. <laughs> I've already got negative 50 friends. <laughs> You're out of my um, enemies. So, yeah, the girls that are on Sam's shoulders, they are your family friends whose parents were also the on the boat. The girl that was on Sam's like, shoulders has a kid. Yeah. like Yeah, like, has her own child <laughs> and is my friend growing up. Yeah, crazy. So you, it's funny what cropping of a photo can do. And, <laughs> you know, it's very crafted context. headline. Yeah, that's exactly right. Sam got stitched up. Stitched up, yeah. And, Poor like, guy. you've got a target on your back when you're that successful and, you know, it's a shame. So, you're Blocked. Blocked. You don't know what's going on. You do, but you can't really say. I can give a, f- can give a fuck with what goes on that Instagram. Do you think favorite? it's suspicious? Yeah. Watch this space, Watch I it. guess. And you're obviously Team Sam, so yeah. say no more. Um, speaking of enemies, can we speak about what happened with Ryan? Oh, yeah. Do we even want to speak about him? Like, do we want to get clicks? Like, like, do you want to get clicks? Like, he's so irrelevant. Do we do you want, want to get pages to? on it? Like, his insights are got. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> what, like, in the short, like, Blocked everyone Ryan Gallagher from Maps, who we're speaking about. Blocked everyone from these Speaking of enemies, he's the one that's got a lot of enemies. Well, that's why he's blocked everyone from these in suburbs. I'm not going to say anymore, but like, if you need, if you feel the need to block like hundreds of people, then like that you know, then then there's something suspicious. Well, I'm I'm blocked, but also literally like the whole of Maroubra is blocked, the oh. whole of Eastern Suburbs is blocked, the whole of Bondi is blocked. There's no end to the blocking. Where does where is it? Even is he? Like he's just falling off the face of the earth. Who Unless cares? Cra- yeah. Moving on. Speaking of enemies again, why are you feuding with Rachel Arahill? You know what the funny thing is? I'm not been against Rachel, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Okay. So, to cut a long story short, I was at Emma Roche's birthday with Jamie Doran. The infamous birthday where a lot of shit happened. Apparently, Chelsea McLeod told Jamie oh, she was going. Oh, yeah, I've heard did, about that. Did that happen? <laughs> no, not within my earshot. So, or Jamie within, made, did make so Oh, well, that's was, what I mean. Not within my earshot. Like like I said, it's a party. How are you supposed to hear every conversation that goes on? Mm. Anyway, so I was, <laughs> like every party, I've had a few. And I, <laughs> Just it, for some context, you're not the best drunk. Like, Excuse when, me. Okay, last time we went out, got there at 7. You were home by 7.30. Was this? You were literally. Literally at home. Where's this at? Akuji. We're with Kieran and Jamie and everyone. Oh, the whole yeah, crew's yeah. there. Yeah, well, no, no. Because We've I, all like, I don't turn planned- up to the party and drink from the official party start time. <laughs> it's summer. So I was like, yeah, let's drink in the backyard and stuff. And like, I'm having parties before the party. Okay. So well, where like, was my invite to that pre-party? Yeah, true. Pre-party. I'm from Rose Bay. So I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just like, yeah, the party's there. But like, let's have fun in the sun. So we yeah. organized to get together for like a couple of weeks. Finally happened. And I got kicked out, by the way. You were gone at 7.30. No, well, because I was, dance- <laughs> like I was dancing to the karaoke. Do you know the, the, the live band? That was Volley K, I think. With Volley K. Shout out. He did my intro. <laughs> at Volley K. Uh, but no, I did your intro. Yeah, man. Yeah, for the pod. Yeah, so I was just dancing too funny. Like, I was just the best dancer in the place, clearly. And the bouncer was like, you know, I'm not going to tolerate that. And just kicked me out. <laughs> and everyone was like, I'll oh, see ya. No, and I no think. And no one joined me. So I was no. like, okay, well, I'm going to get a cab home. I don't know if that's what happened. I think you were. But then I came back. Yeah. Came back. Yeah. Okay. Then so you were, you were way too drunk. You basically got kicked out. You smoked bomb home. No, I didn't smoke bomb because I was looking at you through the window and I was like, hey, oh, anyone want to come? We didn't see you. Anyway, you've okay. got you've gone home at seven thirty. We're yeah. all there left, well, but you did you know, come back. I came back. I came had a back. Bit of sleep. The sleep. end of the d- end of the night. You came back firing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to my story. So oh yeah, how do we get? So on? Oh yeah, Rachel. basically it got somehow because I'm not on social media when I'm drinking and got brought to my attention that Rachel was just like saying comments about Jamie and. Emma, or maybe just Emma alone. Anyway. I think they've got a beef. Okay, right. So I didn't know that. But I was like, I get offended when people talk shit about my friends. I feel like I have the need to stand up for them. So I was just like, you know, I'm going to weigh in on this. And then 
I screenshotted Rachel's comments and I was like, and, and posted it in my story and I was like, something along the lines of like, I don't know, she probably correct me and she'll know because she's sober and I'm not. And I was like, why like be a bully on social media when we know what it's like to be in that situation? And then I was blind and she messaged me direct and she was like, listen, let's talk it out. Can you delete it? And then we had a phone call and then I was like, yeah, okay, I'll delete it. And that's basically the last time we ever spoke. So it's not like massive, but the only reason I got involved is because I felt like my friends were getting targeted. And I was like, I was actually friends with Rachel before that. Like I'd met her once. So I was sweet. There yeah, was that's what I thought. No ill will. But I was like, hang on. You can't be an advocate of like not getting blasted in social media. And then when I do it to you, like you're blasting people. And then when I do it to you, like, oh, no, that's too far. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think there was some context though with her and Emma. Like I think a lot had gone down like, between why them. Why doesn't it go down the DMs? Why does it have to be public? I don't know. Anyway, that's, Drama. My, that's my part. Like that's what, like I'll do the same thing. Like especially <laughs> like if someone's like making someone that I'm with feel uncomfortable, I'll, then I'll stand up for them. Probably won't always win and not always be right, but I do it out of a good intention that, hey, yeah. listen, I'm just going to back my friend. So you're trying to be a good friend? Yeah. I don't actually have any ill will towards Rachel. If I saw it, I wouldn't be a rude prick. I'd just be like, oh, listen, hey, not a misunderstanding. You probably still hate me, but like I've got nothing against you. So like- Please be friends because I like you both. Well, I hope I've done out a few justice, Rachel, and so uh, be friends, friends yeah. again. I'll white flag patch things up. Yeah. Um, okay, so I had a lot of questions coming in hot about pies. Are we doing rapid fire or something? Well, I just culled them because I just I don't want to talk about pies. Yeah, like just people like how do you eat your me. pie? You know what I do? Actually, everyone that DMs me about pies, I literally respond to them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just spat. spat across the table at you. <laughs> Am I that funny? <laughs> <laughs> I literally just spat in Jackson's face. <laughs> what do you is, mean? What I think this table is socially distanced because that would have got me. Oh <laughs> Coronavirus vibes. Okay, yeah, people like, how does Jackson eat his pies? Does he take the top? I'm like, nah. do you actually care? Like, if you're not pastry big on meat, you got to get it. you got to peel the foil back underneath and then you use the foil as a cradle when you eat it. Okay, that's very specific. Well, that's how I do it. Noted. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to ask one pie question just to keep them happy. Okay. Will you be making gluten-free pies we want some. Oh, we did a special one for Angie when we. Uh, so at my hometowns, we actually filmed at the place. Me and Angie made gluten-free uh, vegan pies. But are you going to make them to, to sell? It's, it's Why? too hard, unfortunately, because in our bakery we do our pastry fresh every day, and um, gluten is in the flour, and so we have flour everywhere. Like it I'll gets fly. in the radio, okay. and it gets like we we couldn't be comfortable in stating that we're gluten-free because it would be made in a facility that uses gluten flour so you'd need a separate factory whole separate facility to do just gluten correct and that's yeah. a lot so we did, we did vegan recently but right. unfortunately gluten it's just for the, the um the celiac safety that you need to be below a certain level of gluten in that product it's just quite, it would be unfair for us to yeah. try because we'd be setting ourselves up to fail and potentially making someone sick yeah well fair enough yeah well, we'd love to. Like, we want to sell as many pies as we can to as many people. That's why we've done a vegan pie and we do, like, kosher pies. And, like, we just want to, you know, people to eat our pies. But Brought some pies in here today. Yeah, that's right. Delicious. That's yeah, right. A bit of merch, a bit of pies. <laughs> Plug. A bit of that. So, yeah, catch Jackson. Where can everyone find you? On Instagram. Yeah, it's coming out. Oh, wait, on. tell us about the charity thing that you're doing. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. Before we go. If any questions you haven't been answered, DM me. Also, on my page is a link to the Sydney Breast Cancer Foundation's Burpees for Boobs virtual fundraiser. Basically, I'm doing burpees in support of the fundraiser. They're trying to raise $450,000 for women suffering with diagnosis, treatment, and recovery of breast cancer. So all the funds, everything you everything you support me with, that goes directly to them, and they're there to help those women. So do you do um, a burpee per dollar? How does it work? Yeah, pretty much. I've, I've tried to do, I'm trying to do 2,000 burpees during the month of oh my October God. for 2,000 bucks. Yeah. Oh my God, I hate burpees. It's like oh, my fun. nightmare. Oh, they're hard to do, especially yeah. when you're sore and that. Oh. What, do you do them at once? No, nah, I do, them, I do 100 a day. 
And really? I do, do you have to film it? Yeah, I do sometimes, yeah. Oh. But I feel, I feel so weird feeling myself doing uh, workouts. <laughs> because I'm at, like, because I grew up playing football, you never feel yourself doing a workout. You're always on the field. So when I do it, I feel so awkward. And then I'm like, oh, I feel so cringe when I do it. So I only do it sometimes, but I'm I'm keeping updated. It's for a good cause. Good on you. Yeah. Using your platform for good. Yeah, Yeah, no, 100%. I want to work more charities, but it's just um, who will take me? Well, any charities listening out there? Any charities want to come? Up. Any initiatives? You are a charitable man. You did the bushfire fundraiser. That you was raised, a good day. You raised so much money doing that. Yeah, we got like fifteen grand that day. That's crazy. That was dope. Yeah, that Such went to a- um, Wires and the Port Macquarie Koala Hospital. So good. Um, but yeah, catch Jackson on Instagram. Catch me on Instagram. DM me about pies. I'll let you know. <laughs> Support the breast. Support the charity. Donate if you can. Every dollar counts. And yeah. All right. Peace out. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pistetto.